Idleman Unplugged is part of the Edify Podcast Network. I want to see your face Pass me by the crowds of people The priests who sing your praise Hello, my name is Shane Idleman, and I'm the pastor of Westside Christian Fellowship in Leona Valley, California. It is my personal heart and goal for you to see truth through a biblical perspective. I hope that you enjoy this segment of Idleman Unplugged. Hello and welcome to another episode of Idleman Unplugged. On this episode of the podcast, Pastor Shane sits down with guest host Billy Howell to discuss the topic of fasting. We hope that you enjoy this segment of Idleman Unplugged. I hunger and thirst for your righteousness, and it's only found so, Pastor Shane Eidelman, let's dig right into Lent. This is a big topic yes. this time of year, uh, but I'm going to have you explain to us what Lent is. Well, anytime we've tried to promote something like this, you get, you know, people kind of the Protestant, Roman Catholic kind of um, f- fighting in between. There are many Protestants who not understand the concept. It actually started back, I believe, around 325 A.D., Council of Nicaea, that's when that council met. And then it was just, a t- it's actually 46 days, people don't know this, minus the Sundays. So it's 40 days, we do that, but it's, it was started at 46 days if you take out the Sundays, or add the Sundays, I should say. Um, there's a way that they did that. So it was just a time of, of remember, because if, remember the early church, and we've kind of lost that zeal, it was a time of reflection of the importance of the cross. I mean, let's, let's talk about what we're preparing for, you know, that resurrection Sunday. And so they would prepare their hearts with the season of fasting and prayer and kind of the Old Testament imagery of repentance, sackcloth, the ashes, the fasting, the prayer. And that's when it started. And then, of course, Roman Catholicism added some things with Ash Wednesday and the ash and, but, a huge amount of Protestants still celebrate uh, th- this time of this time of preparing our hearts for the Re- Resurrection Sunday. Yeah, and, and let's talk about what can come out of that because you have spoken a lot about fasting, right? But but in the context right. of Lent, let's say somebody you know in the Protestant world comes in and they say, you know, we, we want to learn how to do this. We want to do it not because we're following, you know, traditions made by man, but because we honestly want to do something sacrificial, you know, for the Lord. Yes. Um, what would you say to those people and, and why should they maybe engage in that? Well, what I do so it doesn't turn into, you know, works based, uh, God, you know, I'm going to get these blessings from God. I'm going to please God. One thing about fasting is it it doesn't bend God's arm, but it bends my knees in a time of prayer and seeking him. And so I would take it to the Lord and maybe God's convicting them on areas that they need to be more. That's what it is. It's, it's a preparation of self-discipline, basically. Um, and there's a time of, man, I need to get off of media for a while. Uh, many people give up food. I mean, that's really biblical fasting. If you want to get real technical is water only, but you know, that, that alarms a lot of people. Um, but they can give up meals. Uh, maybe I'm not going to eat breakfast. I'm going to wait till the evening, kind of intermittent fasting or omato one meal a day type of thing. But then they pig out later in the evening. You know, that's that you're, you're missing the concept there. So it's really I would take it to the Lord and say, here's some Lord. I want to clean my life of these areas. Help me understand what areas do I need help with self-discipline? And that's a wonderful thing about fasting is you're starving King's stomach in order to be just pursuing God even more. Yeah, no, and that, and that's really interesting because I was going to ask you. You mentioned yeah. biblical fasting, but what are some of the ways that maybe you know, if somebody were looking for other options for things they could do? And then I want to get more into fasting. Um, yeah, 
what are some ways they could observe Lent? Well, the, the concept is a time of getting our hearts right as we go into Resurrection Weekend, Sunday. I mean, we have Friday night service, Saturday night service, Sunday morning services. So it's because it's powerful when your heart's right. You know, you walk into this, this, the season where you've repented. Your self-discipline, I don't think it should be a, a period of six weeks of self-discipline and then give up and go back to our old habits. You know, this is a time to really instill, instill some good habits into our life. Um, so I would start with... Um, what, what, there's a conviction usually in many of our hearts, what I need to give up, whether it's sugar, caffeine, a lot of people stop smoking. Um, and the reason fasting is so hard, I'm going to drop a, a spiritual bomb right now. The reason fasting is so hard is actually not the fasting. It's the withdrawing from nicotine, sugar, caffeine, processed foods, chemicals, artificial and so that oh, I can't fast. No, the problem is you're addicted. So begin getting off of those things that you're addicted to. And so that's why it's a wonderful season of preparing our hearts. And as you're praying and fasting more, you're really drawn in uh, to just experiencing God in a more profound and powerful way. Now you're you're a pastor, obviously, and you like everyone else. You've been on a faith a faith journey. At right. what point in that journey did you feel like? Fasting is something I haven't been doing. It's something I need to be doing. What was sort of that change for you that led you into this? Oh, I remember clear as day about uh, this about a decade ago. And what happened is I was reading all these books. You know, I mean, I know, I'm sorry. I was reading the Bible and then this fasting kept coming up. Ezra, Nehemiah, David, uh, Esther, um, of course, you know, Elisha and, and Jesus and Moses and disciples fasted and, and Paul said in much fasting, I'm like, wow, this is, and then I start to read, of course, a lot of Christian biographies of John Wesley and the Methodist, uh, early church, the, the, the early church fathers. Um, and like, wow, fasting was really an important part of the Didache or Didacte, however you pronounce it, you know, early church writings, they would fast three days before being baptized. And so I, I finally, and I was convicted, um, because in America, in our culture, I think it is actually the hardest culture out there as far as when it comes to fasting, because they didn't have food on every corner. They weren't addicted to every, I mean, it was, it was a matter of just denying the flesh to, so I can pursue God. Try praying after a heavy meal. It's not possible. I can't even preach. I preach on an empty stomach. I preach in a fasted state because of that very reason. I go to prayer meetings in a fasted state because there's just something 50% of the energy of converting food is, is drains the body. And so there's, there's a, the physical and the spiritual run parallel. So when I do something physically, it often affects the spiritual. So I jumped in my first day on a Saturday and uh, boy, that was tough. And I realized I was withdrawing from certain things. And then I went a weekend and that turned into more. And I know to me, I might, I mean, people might think I fast too much or extreme about it. Well, that's because I'm helping others. You know, God's called me to that. So I'm writing books on it where people can download our books for free at the church website, Westside Christian Fellowship, free downloads. And I just did a 40 day fasting journey that Amazon Prime picked up um, on their documentaries. And so that's my calling. So I, I wouldn't put this on other people, but I did a 40 day fast. I do, you know, and I do fasting now and then it, it became it was, it was, it, it, the, the impact was so profound in my preaching, in my daily life and bringing the, the flesh under submission. Because think about, I realized I was getting up. I want to go to Starbucks. I want to get a donut and then I want to go to Chick-fil-A and then I want to go here and now I have to have chocolate and now I'm going to eat too much. The flesh was just controlling every single aspect of the day. And so that's what fasting. It's a time to say, flesh, be quiet. 
I'm, I'm, you're submitting to me. I'm no longer submitting to you. And it's thoroughly biblical. I mean, we could spend a lot of time just on the concept of fasting too. Yeah. And, and what would you say to people? And you just described some of the changes in your own life, right? Cause yeah. there are people who might say, Oh, well, what, what happens? What do I get out of this? Right. Which is not the right way to think of things spiritually, no. but the reality yeah. is a lot of people are going to think that. Yeah. What would you say to them in terms of the benefits? Well, what's kind of motivating is anytime God calls us to do something spiritually, there are physical benefits. So, I mean, you could spend a lot of time on the physical benefits, too, from autophagy to stem cell to telomeres on the DNA strand to uh, Alzheimer's and dementia and, e- and even consuming certain cancers, tumors. I mean, the physical is, is incredible. Um, but we don't do it because of that. So the spiritual is it's to me, it's, it's, it's buffeting the flesh. It's what am I going to get out of it? Yeah. I can't go into that other than Lord, I need to know you more profoundly and powerfully. I need to starve this thing that is, is trying to draw me away from you. And there's been seasons where when I've, and I just did recently, you know, fasted and you, the sleep and you get up at two in the morning and on fire for God and worship sounds incredible. And you're just broken before God. Uh, but then the withdrawals hit a little bit later in the day and then you got to fight through those. And so, um, I think it's just a wonderful opportunity. Think about it. We, we, most of us can relate. King's stomach is in charge. He's in control. And we're everything centered around food. We're always thinking about food. And uh, there, there needs to be a season where we really just, I discipline my body daily and I bring it into subjection, Paul would say. So when I preach to others, I'm not disqualified because there is something about, about discipline that is very biblical and very profound. And when it comes to, you know, and this is a whole other podcast or discussion, yeah. but when it comes to, you know, physical health too, a lot of us walk around telling everybody don't smoke, don't over drink, don't do this, right. don't do that. And we're severely overweight, right? Like we've, it's like right. this one area we've accepted culturally as okay in, in the church too, but yet these other areas aren't, whereas self-discipline would matter in all of those areas, right? Yeah. And that was, a, and even as a pastor, um, when I, I mean, I've lost, you know, a lot of weight in the past and, and just, you feel better. You're more effective. It's hard to go minister when you have a headache, tight pants, feeling sluggish, no energy. And so I think one of the greatest d- d- things going on right now is our healthcare system and, and the enemy just giving many Christians a certificate of non-operation, like from the DMV. I'm just worn out. I'm too tired. I'm too fatigued. We're, we're addicted to our favorite thing. And it really, um, so, but self-discipline then also falls into, um, I mean, I won't get into a lot, but there's that the, the, the meat and food and, and all we're consuming it, that animalistic nature is also tied to a lot of, you'll see sexual addiction. They also have food addictions. And so this, when you starve the flesh, there is, uh, they, they used to do this for alcoholism too. I've got books on, on, in the early 1900s where they would put alcoholics on a fast for a season and, and it would really take away that desire. It, the body resets itself. So yes, the sugar cravings are gone. You're not even hungry anymore after three or four days of a water fast, but it's not easy. And people also need to be encouraged to fall forward, to get back on track. Sometimes it takes a while, uh, but, but training the body and disciplining the body is, is I think just thoroughly biblical. Well, Shane Eidelman, as always, it is great getting to sit down and talk about this. We'll talk more about it. We'll have you back. Appreciate your time today. Sounds good, Billy. Thank you, too. If you've enjoyed this episode of Eidelman Unplugged, be sure to send us your ideas and topics for future episodes of the podcast. 
you can send us an email at westsidechristianfellowship.org or shaneidleman.com. Thank you for listening to us today, and join us again on the next episode. Thank you for listening to Eidelman Unplugged. For more information, visit us at shaneidleman.com. Again, that's shaneidleman.com. Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. El Paseo Publications proudly supports the Westside Christian Fellowship Radio Network. We are committed to quality in Christian publication. Free ebooks can be found at westsidechristianfellowship.org under free ebooks. Books such as What Works for Men and What Works for Young Adults will help readers understand that the obstacles ahead are never greater than God's power to take you through. Books such as What Works When Diets Don't and Feasting and Fasting demonstrate how health can be achieved from a biblical perspective. Other free books such as Answers for a Confused Church and Desperate for More of God show the importance of fully surrendering our lives to Christ. And One Nation Above God is a must-read for anyone concerned about the direction of America. Again, free downloads of these ebooks are available at westsidechristianfellowship.org. We are happy about partnering with the Westside Christian Fellowship Radio Network.